Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. This is Jeff. And this is Alex. Today we are talking about living in Germany on a budget. You don't got a lot of money, you want to move, you want to do stuff. We're going to try to give you some tips and tricks of how to do stuff. Especially for you young kids coming over here, only got a few hundred greenbacks in your old pocket. We sound really, we're really pandering <laughs> to the young crowd now. <laughs> No, but to be fair, when me and uh, Alex moved here, we were both in our early to mid twenties, so we know, we know what it's like to gotta you know save save some money. So stretch uh, out those pennies. So we've got the experience. So let's uh, let's go. Let's do it. This episode is brought to you by MyExpatTaxes.com, of course. Now, I used their tax services last year to file a return in the U.S., and you know what, guys? It was super easy, and they were cheaper than all the other expat tax services I found online. You can file your return through their website in as little as 15 minutes. Now, guys, do not forget, all Americans living abroad must file a U.S. tax return even if you don't owe the IRS any money and you live abroad full time. Taxes are due on June 15th this year. However, you can file for a free extension via myexpattaxes.com and then you'll have till October 15th to complete your US taxes. Yes. Please use our discount code AGDW to receive 10% off of any services you purchase with them or simply go to our website and click the My Expat Taxes logo at the bottom. Of course, to learn more, go to myexpattaxes.com. Hello, everybody. This is episode 67. 67. That's right. It is, Jeff. And I'm excited to be recording today, like every day, actually. I'm excited every time we record. You know, it's, it's not one day's not better than the other. They're all fantastic. I don't know. I think we have some episodes where, you know, the level of fun gets down to like a seven, but there's some where it's like, ooh, that's an 11. That's you know? an 11. This yeah, might true. be an 11 day. So let's. I mean, it could be. We're talking about money and save you. It could be really fun. I don't know, guys. You let us know. I hope you all enjoyed our last episode. We got some decent uh, feedback on the story time, and I would love to do that again because I had a good time telling and, some stories. And to be honest, we've got stories galore. So yeah, we, we have stories. Um, yeah, but anyways, before we get started, like always, we're going to get into some shout outs and news, Jeff. Okay. So uh, first one is a big thank you to Lacey Leet 20 for a very sweet five-star review. She mentioned she's from Oregon or Oregon uh, and planning on moving to Berlin. So uh, yeah, good luck with that, yeah, good, Lacey. Good luck, Lacey, if that is in fact your real name. We do not know. It could just be her iTunes handle. Could, it could be Stacy. Could or be. Macy. Now, guys. Big news. Big news. Listen carefully. This week in your important Spargle news. <laughs> in your we- at this point, in your weekly, weekly spar- uh, Spargle dose news. Dose of Spargle. <laughs> Again, that is white asparagus in English. We're, we're not stopping. Trouble is a brewing. It's brewing. On the Spargle front. Uh, Scary stuff. For all of you German Spargle lovers, because unfortunately... This spring was considerably colder than normal, which equaled a much smaller yield of Spargel. Oh my God. And because of this, the prices are arising, baby. The prices are going up. So you're going to have to really fork out those uh, euros to get that white gold. They they don't call it white gold for nothing, man. It's got to be worth something. It fluctuates with the market. It fluctuates (laughs) with the market. (laughs) Fucking Spargel. Um, yeah, so if you want to get your uh, your Spargo, I would, I, would, I would try to get it as soon as you can. Just buy by the kilo, store that stuff in the keller, you and, know, and sell it. hoard it. We sell it. <laughs> it's like Bitcoin, man. Yeah. It's like going up. Find it in the back alleys somewhere. How can there be more Spargo news? That's what I wonder. The thing is, like, we, you know, we're looking up news, weekly things to tell you little tidbits here, and it's, it's been Spargo everywhere, you know? We weren't lying. We were saying it's Spargo season. It's... 
it's here, including it's it's seeped its way into the AGDW podcasts. In in some uh, more important and uh, good news, I know there are things more important than Sparkle. Oh yeah, you almost scared me there. Okay, as we talked about a few weeks ago, Berlin's law, known as the Mietendeckel, which attempted to fight the rising prices of apartments in the capital, was deemed null and void. It was gone kaput. So all of you who are saving on rent due to this Mietendeckel, that was that now over. It's now over. Uh, however, though, Jeff. Just recently, one of Berlin's largest house of Eitongs, which is like a property rental group, right. announced that it will keep its rent increase for most of its properties at 1%. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure if it's yearly or what it's going to be. I think but so that, that they're saying basically like the only raise it 1% per year, for, I think for the next few years. I'm not sure how long, but right. uh, that's something. That, that's something. And, and it also agreed to sell uh, 20,000 of its apartments to the city of Berlin. Ooh which will then in turn be renting them out to be more afford- affordable prices than privately owned ones, of course. So that's, that's you know, a bit of uh, a bit of positive news. Yeah, I think that's what a lot of people want to happen is the city of Berlin to buy up more apartments and have control over more apartments. So right. that, that, that way, it's they're not this private company that wants to make profit. They just want to break even or whatever, you know. And, exactly. Uh, so uh, and uh, people will have more affordable places to live. Hope so. Next, oh, for any, this is pretty funny, actually. For any of you hoping to move to Berlin and, you know, try to find an apartment, as you would, unless you want to live in the park, if you want to know what it's like, a French expat has created an online video game that kind of pokes fun at the whole experience. Um, both me and Alex have played it. It's called the Berlin Flat Quest. And it's styled after kind of like an old school 8-bit video game that, you know, maybe some of you remember from the 90s. The ultimate goal in the game is to secure yourself an apartment. Uh, <laughs> but it's, uh, I won't really spoil it too much, but uh, it's a pretty freaking fun game. Yeah. And, and it's not easy either. I mean, I um, I got an apartment in my game. I got a 32 square meter apartment for 1,700 euro. Uh, with no furniture or kitchen because I, my landlord happened to be David Bowie and I answered all of his questions correctly. But before that, you did get a few game overs though. Before I did get a few game overs before yeah. that. That's true. So now I live on Vazestrasse and like, yeah, so that's pretty cool. And it like totally reflects real life because uh, usually when looking for an apartment, you do get plenty of game overs before you, you get in a real apartment. You get a lot of game overs. You got to be resilient, just like in a 90s video game. <laughs> yeah. But unlike the video game, um, more tears and blood are involved. Yes, absolutely. And finally, um, we mentioned this last week as well, but things are opening up in Berlin. Life is going back to normal. Yes. The seven-day incident rate today was below 50 for the first time since October. Yeah, which to give you some context for, for a few months, months the seven day incident rate was in the 170s almost near yeah. 200 so to be under 50 it's uh, when was the last time we were anywhere near 50 uh, yeah. we, we were aiming for just under 100 so it's going down but yeah starting this last friday bars and restaurants and cafes were officially open again for and, outdoor uh, seating yes and you could go, as long as you either were vaccinated or you got a negative test at one of the free there's actually a lot of free testing there's centers around berlin so it's yeah. pretty easy it takes 20 minutes of your time and uh, yeah, and then you can go show that little uh, negative test at a beer garden or cafe or bar, and you can actually sit and drink oh drinks with other people in drink, public. Drink yeah. drinks out of a glass, right? <laughs> Served to you at a table, yeah. and be able to go to the toilet that they have in the restaurant. Like it is, 
It was surreal uh, on Friday. For those of you who follow us on Instagram, <laughs> you saw our many a photo that we posted on Friday of us at the beer garden, at this beer garden we go to called Prata. It's, I think it's the oldest beer garden in Berlin. Correct, Amundo. And the weather was nice, and then it poured, and it was nice, and it poured, and it was nice again. But it was so worth every second, and we drank, I think, far too many beers, and I think I spent like... 70 euro that night but it was worth yeah. every cent we were just excited like we hadn't been to yeah to beer garden in month it feels like years but uh, it feels like such a yeah um and also for some of you who don't know prater is where this podcast began because it was yes. it was at my girlfriend's birthday party two years two ago years ago yeah that our girlfriends gave us the idea in a drunken stupor at that beer garden to that hey you guys should do a podcast Ooh, you guys got a cool banter going on and, and you know, now they've been on the podcast and they have their own little fans. It's all full circle, man. They have, they have their own group of fans now. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I would like to point out that earlier I said Correctamundo. I'm not quite sure where that came from. Just uh, so all of you know, I, that, that was odd for me as well. So <laughs> just it's just stuck with me. I don't know where that where that was from. <laughs> uh, did, you, did you do anything else on the weekend that was open for... Uh, Okay, well, if, 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 if you know my uh, girlfriend, she is a, a social butterfly, and she loves being outdoors, and so the fact that now we could be outdoors at bars and stuff blew her mind. She loved it, and so yeah. uh, it was Friday, Saturday, and Sunday uh, in the mornings we got uh, COVID uh, tests, the, the, our negative test results, and each each day we went to restaurants and bars and cafes and oh, so you're, you're all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Like, you were uh, painting the town red, so to speak. Like Saturday night we bar hopped for the first time in a year or more or whatever Brilliant. I, I mean it was just around one square you know Who plots. Cares? We to, like these three little bars that are near our house but it was just like oh we've had one beer here now we have to go to that place and yeah so we were just having fun brilliant uh, yeah love it what about you yeah i went to a uh, this area in neukölln called richardplatz and it's really beautiful it looks like you're not in berlin anymore it's a very small little um area where there's a lot of small little houses and beautiful buildings, and it's a really old area that burnt down years ago. Yeah. And there's a really cool restaurant, beer garden there. And I went there um, and hung out there, I think, for like eight hours, something like that. And uh, that was lovely. And nice. then the next day, went out to, we went for a bike ride again. If you follow oh, us on did. Instagram, yeah, yeah. We it's went a picture out. of Jeff and I again going for a bike ride through uh, Teglenzi. Teglezi. Teglezi. And uh, you might recognize that name because uh, nearby is the former Tegel Airport. Yes. Uh, which is named after the Tegler Forest and Tegler Z, which is a yeah. lake there. And yeah. it's a beautiful, it's beautiful. area. Oh yeah. my gosh. Sailboats. Um, we, we went for a nice bike ride through the woods. Hung out at the beach for a bit. Like Again, this city's got a lot to offer, guys. Yeah, come, yeah. Come, on, come on, take a gander. But... We're going to say gander I think something else. Yeah, we got a bottle that has a lot to offer, I believe, here. And, and this is a special bottle, This guys. is a very special bottle. This is a bottle that Jeff and I would never be able to ever buy, actually. True. Um, yeah. In fact, nobody can buy this bottle, from what I understand, unless you go to the distillery. It's the distiller's edition bottle. No, distiller exclusive bottle. Um, so this was sent to us by a listener. You know what? I'll go for the name for it. You know, I'll tell about I'll, I'll tell the backstory. Keep the suspense going. Uh, so this is again sent to us by a listener, Jeremy. So thank you, Jeremy, so much. It was so nice. Yeah, to yeah. Jer Jeremy's bottle. been super nice. Like he he uh, contacted us, said, "Hey guys, uh, I'm 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 in the distilling and brewing world." Do you want a, a, a bottle the next time I go back home? I can bring some back for you. And we're like, yes, absolutely. Please. Yeah. So yeah, he, yeah, he's a brewer distiller um, from the U.S. and uh, he's now working at a brewery in Saarland here in Deutschland. 
And uh, yeah, this is a bottle created during his time at the at the Sourland Mountain Spirits um, in Hopeland, New Jersey. Yep, they, they are making bourbon in Jersey. So this batch was only 200 bottles in total. Uh, the first aging was for two years in American Oak Barrel. And the second aging was one year in a 15-gallon, also American Oak Barrel. From barrels from upstate New York. Ooh. It's a bit younger than most uh, Kentucky bourbon. I, I guess uh, about three years uh, aged, I guess. If you said two yeah. years and one year. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming it's about three age. Yeah, three years. And it's uh, 50%, so it's pretty, uh, pretty bourbon-y. Uh, this is bottle number 118 from batch two. And uh, it's a beautiful, tiny little bottle. So it's, it's um, 118 out of 200 bottles. Right. Of that batch, of course. Yeah, this bottle's cool. It's a uh, it's a squared off design. You know, it's not it's not rounded. It's this kind of like cubish rectangle. Um, and we we had fun taking a photo of this one too. The photo is it's an anti gravity photo. Oh, so dare we say more? No, we you, don't. You've seen our past two bottles floating, but so is this one, but different. <laughs> Anyways, let's drink it. Jeff. You don't guys don't care. No, no, no one cares. It's okay. Uh, we're gonna drink this. We're gonna pop this guy open. Um, Beautiful real cork. That was a That's nice. Why. That was a nice pop. Yeah. It's the real cork that does it. That's what I've learned. I'm excited in our, our popping experiences. I freaking I I love when uh, listeners send us these these crazy bottles that we would have no no chance to, to drink. No know? chance. So, this is something that or that we hadn't heard of before. So. Completely unique. Um, I'm very excited to have this. Love it. Now Jeff and I keep mm. in mind. Jeff and I are not big bourbon guys. If you listen to the show for a while, we've had probably three bourbons on the show. Um, so we're not huge into bourbon, but there are a few that we have had that we do like. Absolutely. So I'm excited to see what this is like. Uh, so cheers, far, the, sm- the smell is uh, is very good. It smells um, incredible, actually. It's got a really nice sweet smell to it. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Nice. That's good. That is good. Mm. That's got a big burn. Big burn. And yeah. you know what? I, it's been a... I've been waiting for a big burn for a while. We haven't had one in a long time. It's been a few episodes, yeah. Yeah. That's really delicious. Wow. I'm excited to drink this while talking today. So thank Mm. you again uh, from from Jeremy. Jeremy, man. Really appreciate it. Love it. Before we get to the topic, as always, if you want to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, that would be much appreciated. If you don't want to, again, it's your life. You live it, man. (laughs) Exactly. Um, <laughs> no pressure. And also, please uh, check out our website. We have a lot of cool content on there, a lot of extras that Jeff works on, a lot of photos in there that are from the whiskey bottles that we work really hard on as well. And that is uh, all our episodes are on there. No, it's it's a one-stop shop portal for everything AGDW. Exactly. Just click all those tabs, check out the different sections. If, if you can't get enough of these two assholes, go to our website, get more of us. Yeah, or yeah, be on our Instagram because we, we realized recently that we really don't post much and so now we're just posting a lot of random shit so we're, we're trying but don't don't expect stuff it's just we're we're doing better we're, we're trying to instagram good but we're not good at doing it but we're trying more guys and uh and we get more more comments now so that seems like it's working i don't know uh but yeah our website is agdwpodcast.com and our instagram is at americans.in.germany.podcast there it is. Now, ladies and gentlemen, today we are talking about, now we've mentioned living in Germany in general like a million times, right? I and mean, that's kind of the whole point of the podcast. This is the focus, living in Germany on a budget. You've just moved here. Maybe you don't have a job yet. You're just, you're living off of savings. So you yeah. don't want to blow that stuff too quick. You want to spread things out. Or, or, or you're like, you know, what, what Jeff and I did, we both did the same thing. We both saved up money and then we moved and then we, you know, had to figure out 
how long we could last on that money, what we had. Sure, and depending how you live, that money can last you three months or nine months, you know? Exactly. So uh, so anyway, so these are for your, your budget-conscious listeners. Give you some, uh, some tips, we hope. And I think eventually we'll do an episode that is purely... Uh, budget travel in Europe, right? Yes, absolutely. Uh, eventually, so this one, but this one is living in Germany. So this is living in Germany. So, first thing, uh, if you're visiting Germany, I think the best thing to do is couch surfing. If you, you know, it's very cheap. Uh, you can meet people, meet locals. Uh, we've talked about it a few times before. Yeah, and just a, a, a refresher. You know, I, I think it's it's still. I don't know. It used to be couchsurfing.org, but it might be couchsurfing.com now. I haven't used it in a while. But it's a website where basically, if you look up Berlin, there's about a thousand people, hosts, who they'll say, hey, yeah, you can come. You can uh, stay in my spare bedroom while you're in town and you can stay for free. And yeah, you have a local who can show you around town. You can either hang out with them as much or as little as you want. You don't have to. You can, you know. Um, it's very and- cool. And in the end, maybe you'll just uh, spend maybe just a few euro on a, on a nice wine bottle to thank them, you know? So Yeah, and, and, and if you're like me, who um, who moved right after uh, university or college or, or, or high school, whatever, and you never really lived with roommates before or even lived in a big city before, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of a good like little training for you. You know, you can see what it's like to live with somebody else in a small uh, apartment in a big city. So that could be cool. Sure, and it's, and it's a way to come to a big city like Berlin in the summer, and instead of paying 100 euro per night at a hotel, you can stay for a week for free, basically. Exactly. So good money saver. And like explain to people, because maybe they don't, some people listening don't know the difference between a hostel and a hotel. True. We're recommending a hostel. A youth hostel, as I think our parents would call it, but now we just call them hostels. Yeah, because there used to be, it used to be, or, and I think there still are some hostels, you have to be 26 and under to stay there. Okay. But uh, there are plenty of hostels that there's no age requirement you can be, so don't think you have to be 18 years old you can be 50 60 doesn't matter exactly but you probably won't want to go there anyways if you are the old but maybe you will i don't know uh, but hostels are a um a great way to travel around europe generally if you're going especially if you're alone if you're a backpacker or if you're with you know one or two friends and you want to meet other like-minded traveler people sure um, yeah you want to meet some people in your spare time right exactly and i've met a million awesome people at hostels some I keep in touch with a bit and some not at all, but either way, you kind of have like a built-in people you, you can hang out with and go out and explore the city with if you want to, or um, you can cook with that. You know, it's, it's a nice way to meet people. And also a lot of youth hostels have a lot of cool um, areas. Some have pools that are kind of more community-driven. They or have, they have uh, their kitchens. Own bar, which are only people uh, staying at that hostel. So again, you're just meeting other Americans or Brits, whoever you want to meet, who are visiting the town as well, you know, and Uh, keep in mind in a hostel, you will be probably staying in a room with eight other people, 10 other people, 16 other people on bunk beds. Um, You'll have to get uh, probably a locker, lock your valuables up uh, or do what I do. I just cuddle my backpack sometimes when I was in hostels, when I was sleeping. Um, But yeah, that's one of the reasons why it's so much cheaper because you're basically, in most cases, you're renting a bed rather than a whole room. And so that, so you can get... 15, I've been to some hospitals that are eight euro per night. It was a few years ago, but oh, yeah. but you can get 15, 20 euro per night. And there are hostels you tend to also offer like 10, 20% of the rooms are private rooms. So you can get a one or two person room. Exist. I've done that. They're just, they're small. They a lot of times don't have their own bathrooms and, and they're just very like low key. And that's how the price is way down. They're just, they're, they're very bare bones, not fancy. There's four walls and a bed. 
and uh, and but you're spending 30, 40 euro per night rather than 100 euro per night. And a lot of hostels are like really like cool and are trendy and they're hip and they have a lot of cool things to do like within the hostel itself. You know, they have game rooms sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like you said, they have a bar, pools. So you and they, I think they had a reputation back in the 80s and 90s of being dirty and dangerous. And I've been, I've stayed in a bunch of hostels. I've never felt at danger before. I'm also I'm also a white male, so maybe it's a little bit different from my experience from other people's. But like, I've never had problems in hostels, and uh, they're not dirty. Like, you know, I've been to dirtier hotels, and I have hostels. To be honest, they're not dirty. They're just uh, not fancy. The, the, the accommodation is just very basic, not dirty, just basic. Right. There's a, for sure a difference, you know. But Jeff, I I don't want to visit Germany. I want to move wait, wait, to Germany. Wait, wait, oh, okay. I want to move. Okay. Wait, you're gonna say you didn't like Germany? Or no, no. I want to move now. Oh, okay. So how, how can I uh, how can I move for uh, for cheap? How can I how can I live here for cheap? My my staying living quarters. Sure. Well, Alex, let me help you. Now, if you Please come do. if you come to Germany or any other city, right? You're gonna need some sort of apartment. I'm guessing. I'm guessing you're not moving straight into a uh, five acre farm. Probably not. Probably not. Chances who, are. Who knows? Uh, but you're gonna need an apartment now. What's the cheapest kind of apartment? That is a vague, also known as as a flat share, so an apartment with roommates. Now, before we get into it, you may be thinking, Jeff, Alex, I'm not 21, I'm 35. You know what, in Germany, living in flat shares is actually much more common for older folk. You know, I think the States is, once you get over 30, people are like, oh, you still have roommates or something. But here, it's it's very common for people up until their 40s. It's not it's not that weird at all. So Especially because a lot of Germans are students until like they're in their 40s too. Sure, so. because, the, because of the uh, very low cost of uh, master's degrees and whatnot. So so yeah, so anyway, so you're going to come into a, a vague. Uh, one of the reasons why it's cheaper, of course, is you're not renting the whole apartment. You're renting a room right. in an apartment. And also, um, things are more flexible because... You don't necessarily have a long-term contract. Exactly. And you're not the main renter of the contract. So right. you're not going to have to provide all these documents like credit reports and all this kind of stuff. Basically, you're going to go meet the roommates, see if they like you, and at most provide like a scan of your ID and kind of basic stuff like that. You exactly. Know? Uh, we, we, we do talk much more in depth about this in our, I think it's episode five. Ooh, pulling out a number. Yeah, wow. I think it's episode five where we talk about uh, apartments and uh, whatnot. So if you want to hear more about that, um, check out that episode. Or if he's wrong with the number, just find it. Yeah, it's called apartments <laughs> or something like that. I think we might have like a few episodes that I, th- I think we had one about roommates. And yeah. then we had one about apartments. Yes. So anyways, these, check it out. Go to our website. Okay. <laughs> just go to our website. <laughs> and then, so I, I think a vague is good for, um, for longer, for longer term, you know, like few years whatever but i think after a while you want to live most people want to live in their own sure you know, apartment you want to you know watch breaking bad at 3 a.m covered in filth you know yeah. like shirtless on your couch and of course tired of your roommates screaming when they see that so right. you're going to get your own place so i think the cheapest way to probably do that would be a sublet absolutely yeah because you know what sublets what happens is a Somebody or lives there, right? It's, it, and they're just out of town. So you're talking about furnished place. So whereas in, in Germany, if you get an apartment, it's usually unfurnished. It's a lot. That's a few grand of startup costs there, right. right? Kitchen, all this kind of stuff. And you can find long-term sublets as well. Some people are gone, you know, for two years, something like that. They live, they moved to Mallorca and they don't want to live in their flat for a while, but they want to keep Ex- having it. Exactly. It. Yeah. And, and places like Berlin, you have a lot of students. They're, they're going abroad for university for three months, six right. months, whatever. And the first two years I lived in Germany, I was in like five or six different sublets because A, they required less documents yep. and, and they're just much cheaper. So they're a good way to 
hey, you have a furnished place and it's cheap. Yeah, they're good to cheap. And a lot of times people will rent them out for less rent than they're paying just so they don't lose a boatload of money as well. Oh, true. Actually, I did that once. Uh, I can't remember. I think it was for Christmas or something one time. I, I, I booked home and I was going to be gone for two weeks. Ooh, I, I'd love to not be paying for an apartment I'm not in. And so last minute, I decided to rent out my, uh, my, my apartment for those two weeks. But I only had a few days before I was going, so I needed somebody to come in quick. So what I did was, if these, I don't care what it was, but say if the apartment was 750 a month, I just rented it out for uh, 400 or 500 a month just exactly. to get somebody in there quick. So, And exactly. It's, it's, it's better to have some money than losing your, all, all your money for not living Exactly. There. And if you're so, the person renting that, you benefit from that. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that, that's not super, super long-term, I guess. I guess a longer term would be a vegay. You can live there for years and years and years. And of course your own flat, but that's, that's not cheap. We're talking about cheap here, Jeff, but talking I, cheap. Eventually you will get your own flat, but yeah, again, that's down the road. It's not cheap. Now, uh, go to that episode where we talk about flats where we, we, we probably mentioned how to find a cheaper flat in general. That's yours. We but, might have, but you know, it's just, that just takes time. So we can't really offer much uh, advice there other than cross your fingers. Yep, <laughs> exactly. So, um, okay. I'm staying in my, I'm staying in my, my flat chair, my vegay. Sure. And uh, I want to get around this city, Jeff, but you know, I don't have a car, right? And uh, train tickets can be awfully expensive sometimes. Well, what you do is you buy a BMW. Oh, okay. Yes. That makes sense. That's, that's the economical yep. route. I a, a electric one. Yes. Yeah, so just just, just cheap. Just budget in like sixty grand. It's okay, easy. But no, okay. Of course, what do you do in any European city? You get yourself a bike, man. Some, especially in Berlin, man. This city is unbelievably flat. Like I, I think the biggest hill is like a three percent, like a three degree incline. It's unbelievable. It's kind of sad. But yeah, for all of you who don't want to like, uh, who don't like a good burn, uh, then yeah, <laughs> then the flat will be good for you. So but, but you, you you can get around everywhere super easy. It's not like oh that part of the city's up, you know, six kilometers at a. <laughs> And it's you know, like a 90 degree angle. Uh, you can yeah. get around everywhere super easy because there are really no hills. At least not a lot of them. And, and of course, the bike infrastructure, the, the, the bike lanes and safety is really good in, in, in Germany compared to the U.S. Compared to the U.S., yeah. yeah. It's, 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 Berlin can, can get better with it. Um, it's, it's, you know, I, I still think it's pretty. I think it depends where you live. It, where where yeah. I live, it's pretty good. I think that's why we have a different that's opinion. The, yeah. Where Jeff lives, he has a really nice infrastructure for bikes. Where I live, uh, there's no bike lanes because... For some reason, they ignore my part of the city. It's full of trash, no bike lanes, but you know, it is what it is. And that's why the rents are expensive. <laughs> but yeah, and also, I mean, you can get, now please be aware, do not go and buy a stolen bike, you know, so don't, if somebody's selling you a nice bike for 10 euro, obviously that's a uh, crackhead, just, just right. try to, try to, but, but, but you can get a nice used bike for between 50 and a hundred euro, you know, um, easy, very easy. So, that's not even like sometimes you can, you can find, if you have 70 euro, you can find a very, very nice bike. Exactly. And when you say you're only here for six months, when you leave, sell that bike off again, you're going to make most of your money back. So it, you will have rented a bike for six months for like 10 euro, 20 euro, you know. And also keep in mind, if you are buying a bike too, there are, there's a chance it might get stolen. Um, so get, get a good lock, get so bike get a insurance. Good lock, bike insurance, or just get a bunch of cheap bikes. If it gets stolen, just get another cheap bike. So if you want to go down that oh, route that's, too. That's sad. It is sad. But if you want to go down that route, you could do that as well. It's up to you. <laughs> now, there there are monthly tickets um, for the public station. And depending on which, actually... I think most major cities, I think Munich, Cologne, uh, Nuremberg, they all, they all have some sort of U-Bahn, S-Bahn, like, uh, uh, train, you know. Like, so, so it's like I have a ticket. Uh, I don't buy it monthly. It's an automatically 
automatically renewed every month um, and it's a little card, right? And so this ticket in, in Berlin uh, takes you on the underground, on the S-Bahn, the above ground. It takes the you trams. on the buses, on the trams. Some fer- ferries on lakes as well. Yeah, Some ferries everywhere. On, so it yeah. kind of takes you everywhere, um, which is fantastic. And it's about 68 euro a month for the ABO, which is a yearly thing. But sometimes I think you have to pay that up front when you first buy it. So it wound up being like 700 euro up front. But if you're going to use it, again, it, it sounds like a lot, but if but it... It's it's much better than going to the machine and buying the monthly ticket separately because then again it depends on the city but in Berlin it's then going to cost you like eighty five euro per month it's rat- like eighty eight now or whatever it is yeah. whereas if you buy the full year um, it's only yeah like sixty ish euro and with the um, with the uh, yearly tickets I used to get the months that you don't use you can sell those to, to whoever you want legally on um, eBay Clannet Zeichen or for the tickets you get from the machines you mean. No, no, no. I mean, if you get the yearly tickets from the BFLG in the mail, it comes with 12. You get all your paper tickets in, in a row. Ah, and, that and way, you can, okay. You can sell those. And also, I've also seen an eBay client side and even the BFLG uh, yearly ca- um, plastic cards that are scannable also. So uh, that's also a way, uh, say you're only going to be here eight months, you're like, ooh, what am I going to do with those four months? You can sell those on and you can make that money back. Yes, and to be clear, do not um, do not ever buy a ticket from somebody in the subway uh, those are usually scams, and you can get in trouble for that. Especially um, if the guy looks homeless-ish. Yeah, he's usually, I don't, I don't know what the deal is, but he's usually like, they've like scratched out the date or whatever. Right, because when you get a ticket, you have to stamp it on the platform before you get into the um, into the carriage. And you can wipe off that stamp sometimes. And um, I bought one once when I first moved here, and I got in trouble, and they almost called the police, but I was like, I didn't know. Um, so be careful. Do not buy them from the... Um, from the stations themselves, like from people, from the machines is fine. And kind of like an eBay client, like you can find legit ones on there. Yeah, too. yeah. So the first few years I lived in Germany, I I didn't get the the yearly card because that 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 upfront cost seemed like too much for me. Yeah, fair enough. So I, I would go on eBay client, like and Craigslist, and people who were out of town or semester abroad, they would sell their yearly uh, their monthly tickets. Instead of for sixty, maybe for forty euro or whatever, sure. so you get even even cheaper. And so I did that for a few years, and that ended up even being even cheaper than having a yearly ticket. It's just each month I had to go on, you know, email people, find the, that card. Yeah. If, if you want to be cheap, man, you gotta you gotta put some work into it. Exactly. If you want to be lazy, yeah. you're gonna be expensive. And this has been confirmed by a lawyer that it is completely legal to buy and sell these tickets on eBay, Kleinzeigen, and Craigslist. So do not worry. So moving on to uh, more essentials. So you have your apartment, you have your ticket or your bike, whatever, whatever have you. And now I want to call my friends or actually make some friends so I can call them. Therefore need a phone yeah. and phone plan. And even if you have zero friends, get that phone in case you do get friends, then True. you have somebody to call. If you don't have friends, you can always, you know, go on Reddit and pretend you have friends. Plus, you know what? You're new to the city. You're going to need that phone to use that Google Maps. We all know it. Come That's on. true. I yeah. still use Google Maps almost every every day. And yeah. I've lived it for seven years. So um, now you can get, if you don't have a phone at all, or you have a phone that's not compatible with European networks, um, you can, there's a lot of like these weird small phone shops all around the city. Right. And you can get like a- Like, like a, electronic shops, yeah. Exactly. You know, like a cheap Android phone for like, you know, 60 to 80 euro. That'll work for you fine. And there's also in Europe, there's a lot of um, Huawei and Xiaomi and these other kind of Chinese manufacturers. Sure. And you can get like actually really decently nice phones with decent cameras on them for like really cheap. Yeah, so I wouldn't bother 
searching back in the U.S. for a new phone or buying buying one there. Like you can That's get a lot of cheap here. deals here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And they all use the same SIM cards, whatever. And uh, SIM cards you can also just get at a grocery store, super cheap. Yeah, again, don't bother. Uh, there's websites, and I'm gonna call you out. There's a website called Cell- Cellular Abroad. Do not use them. Do not. They will charge you like 50, 100 euro for a SIM card plus cheap ass phone. I use them. They it was an awful deal. You can arrive in Germany, get a SIM card for like five euro, ten euro. It comes with minutes on it, um, and yeah, you get them at a grocery store. And they're, and for you, because you're on a budget, maybe you don't want to do a, a contract and do oh I can't I don't know if I can afford the 50 euro per month or 30 right. euro per month. This is pay as you go. So you run out of minutes. Next time you're in the grocery store, you just buy some more minutes, you know. And, and you, uh, you can also do it at Spatees as well, at little convenience, yeah, convenience stores. stores. Yeah, You exactly. just go up, you have like a little thing, you, you pay them, you know, what is it, 10 euro, whatever much be, however, however much it may be. They give you a receipt and you got to put a thing in your phone and boom, you got your minutes, you got yeah, your data. Yeah, you type like a number in your phone. I remember doing that. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's what I had my first time here too. I had like a plan for like five euro and I just topped it up whenever I wanted to. And it was it was pretty sweet. I have a contract now and the contracts generally are around the same price. I'm not a bit cheaper than the States for the same amount of data uh, for what you want generally. Yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty affordable, I think. I, th- I think so for sure. So uh, that's pretty cool. So you, you, you can get a phone and phone plan or at least you can get a phone without a plan, uh, but with data and stuff for, for relatively cheap. Yeah, and I'd say if, if you don't know how long you're going to be in Germany, start with those pay-as-you-go kind of right. SIM cards, and then at some point, get one of those uh, Get a contract. Get one of those contracts. But there's a lot of Germans who don't like contracts at all, so they still just do pay-as-you-go. Like it's, it's a very common thing, way more common than the States. Yeah, sure. I don't either, but you know what? I have Kongstar, and you can cancel any time. Oh, that's nice. I have a contract, but it's not like a two-year thing. It's just... I can cancel now and next month I don't have to pay it anymore. So uh, uh, I have O2 because I'm, I'm just stuck with them. So, right. So don't do that. You know, get yeah, don't do what I did because I like O2 a bit, but uh, I'm like, you know, canceling is God. I don't want to do that. <laughs> and I, 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 I was scared like any, because like you and me, we arrive and you're like, I don't know how long I'm going to be here. I don't want to do a contract for this. Yeah, especially that way. Yeah. So, so do pay as you go, figure it out. Now, okay, now you've got your phone. You walk down the street. You're like, ooh, feeling a little peckish. Ooh. So maybe got to eat some food. Now, how do we save money on the food? Save money on the food. Uh, so luckily, Germany makes it very easy to save money on food when you're grocery shopping because there are specific discount grocery stores that are labeled discount and they have like laws on how much they can charge, whatever. And those are uh, Netto, N-E-T-T-O, uh, Lidl, Penny, and a lot of Americans will know Aldi. It's Aldi Nord and Aldi Sud. True. They're both the same. And he mentioned Netto. There are actually two different <laughs> chains called Netto. There are, and they're both yellow. Well, one is yellow and red, and one is yellow and black. Right. A different logo, but you may get confused, but they're both discount stores. And they're both fine. But but yeah, keep your eye out for these stores, because there are other stores like Etika, et cetera, that are about two, three times as much, Yeah, have better selections, more bio stuff. But these supermarkets, if you're on a budget, are the best, I, because you can get great deals, you know? For sure. I, I've been shopping exclusively, on more or less, at Netto for the past like six years. Mm. And I love now. Sometimes I'll go to, if I'm feeling fancy, I want some nice cheeses. Right. I'll go to Reva, you know what sure. I mean? Um, or or Edeka or Kaufland. But for all the essentials you need, Netto, Aldi, Lidl, and Penny are, are fantastic. And they're even having a better selection nowadays of BO things. Um, so they're, they're getting really good. The food is fine. 
Um, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. This this isn't like bad food. That's gonna be this no. is this is these are great stores with great selections. And um, you know the thing is, yeah, you, when you get here, you'll realize that the just German supermarkets are just so much cheaper than in the U.S. You, you'll you'll buy you'll buy twenty items, and the total will be like nine fifty. And uh, we we actually we had a. Um, a guy we talked to recently who had moved from the states, and he was saying that the supermarkets were super expensive, yes. uh, and that he was he was spending uh, 150 euro per week on food. And we're like, I don't know how you do that because me and my girlfriend combined don't spend more than 50 I've, euro per per week, like, not, like you, 20 20 euro per week. I don't. You have to try really hard to spend over like 80 euro for two people for like a week's grocery shopping. Yeah, like I'll go, I'll get you know ground beef whatever to freeze for the week if i needed some chicken all my breakfast food eggs uh, all the breads that i want and some gummy bears for me and it's like 50 euro if that and there's yeah. like a lot of like it's extremely more food than i can carry yeah, you know so, so if, if 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 it's if if you're finding that you can't keep the budget down with the food and you're wondering i think i think a there's two two problems a you're shopping in the wrong place you're at a reve you're at an etica um, or Kaufland, or Kaufland, where prices are really high, or you're just you're buying all this kind of bio stuff, which is always like three times as much as the True. normal stuff. But yeah, I, I mean, I don't know, just like uh, I've never really had a problem. Like I've I've just found it. I'll visit California and I'll be surprised about how expensive food. It's not. I guess it's not expensive. It's just here. It's cheap. I think that's the that's the way to look at it. You know. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure which which way it is, but it's definitely it's definitely very cheap. I've sent my dad photos before when I go for big shops and ask him how much he thinks that it is, and he's always like off by like 50 euro. And also at a grocery store, bring your own bags because if you have no bags, you have to buy your own plastic bag, or um, you can buy your own like nice weaved, you know. Bo bag, yeah, and, and got kind of something that goes with this. Uh, when I was uh, first here, and you know, had very little money, I would go and see the grocery, the, the, the plastic grocery bags that you buy at German supermarkets. Yeah, are much more um, heavy duty than the states. They're the, really durable. The states yes. are really thin and like one time use. The plastic bags here, you can use them for six months. They're really thick, durable bags. So to save money, you could go just buy like two or three of those and always have them in your backpack. And actually. In my Keller, like I have most of my stuff in old Netto bags from like eight years ago. Like these, oh, yeah. ba these bags of you know, like they're fantastic. Like, like I use it to I have like my sleeping bag and one of you know, like just for organization and stuff. So um, and what I do a lot, um, so I always have like my my shoulder bag on me or my backpack, you know. Mm -hmm. So I always have a um, a tote bag in there that I can roll up easily or something in there. So if I have to, if I have to go grocery shopping, I always have a little bag with me that I can fit, you know. Most of my quick shops in there, everything else in my backpack. Right. So it's nice to always carry that carry that around with you because if you are missing it, you will have to pay for a bag there. And we're talking about right. saving money on the cheap. So exactly. That's it. And of course, you know, one quick thing we'll get out of the way. Of course, one of the quick ways to save money is how you shop. You know, uh, just you know, buy a lot of rice, a lot of pasta, make you know cheap meals with that. You know, like in Germany, you can buy a three pack of frozen pizzas for like three euros, so one euro each at like True. at a penny mark. So just that that kind of stuff. You know, of course, we don't have to tell you that kind of stuff, but just for you, uh, <laughs> maybe younger people who like are wondering how do I cook cheap rice pasta. Go, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and also like even if you want to make some better food, like a lot of like the meats here are very like very inexpensive as well. So Ch chickens, yeah, chickens exactly. not expensive, yeah. So you you know you you can cook for cheap. Another thing for grocery shopping is always remember trying to save some money to bring your fond back, so your old beer bottles. 
don't throw them out. Your cola bottles, your plastic bottles, bring those back to the grocery store, put them in the machine, get some money back and use that and money to buy more beer. Those add up because, you know, each cola bottle, 25 cents, man. So yeah, that's a lot. You got like four. That's a, that is. Okay, that's math. That's a good. You got a euro. But but often with me and my girlfriend, every time we go to the grocery store, we get about like three or four euro back in yeah. just old bottles we're bringing back so it adds up man so i mean that's a dinner right there that's a that's a quick meal exactly you know? that, that's a lot of frozen pizzas so uh yeah bring, bring back your fund um all the time you'll you know it's, it's gonna add up after a while yeah and, and like in the states a lot of the stores here have their own kind of third-party store brand so instead right. of pepsi you get the river cola or whatever it's called you know so look out for those if because they're usually about half price so you can save money that way as well and because grocery stores here are a lot smaller and have a less of a selection it's a lot easier to find that store brand because there's not like 20 other brands out there they usually actually the store brand is like the, the one in the forefront and then they'll have like a little bit of the good stuff of the cola and pepsi you know? right but they're trying they're they're hawking the the store brand. That's yeah. what they want you to buy. It's the opposite yeah. of the States where a store brand is very small and at the bottom. Here they're more bigger and louder because they want you to get the store brand. Exactly. And you should buy them because the store brand's usually really good. So Yeah. Uh yeah. So all right. So we have our we have we're living somewhere, we have transportation, we have food, we have Actually, our phone. We did this in the wrong order, I think, because we had got our apartment. But uh, we have we have nowhere to sit or sleep. So, True. So we've actually been sleeping on the floor for the past week as we've been buying our phone and getting food. Well, you know, furniture takes a long time to get. You know, you got to find a flat first. And, you know, you got to call your friends, come over to your flat and have a party with an empty apartment, which is very fun and recommended. True. Now, how can we get <laughs> the budget beds, the tables, the, you know, you got to buy somewhere to, to hang your clothes because there's no closets in Germany, right? So, right. So uh, Berlin is kind of like the mecca of free uh, furniture or at least cheap furniture. You can find this shit everywhere. Uh, I think a really good resource is uh, Free Your Stuff Berlin. It's a Facebook group. That is Free Your Stuff because people are freeing it into the wild yeah. at a free price. So you got to scan through there on like a on like a Saturday for a free day and uh, look through and people will post, get rid of this couch. And you'd be like, right, I'm going to get it and you know, go pick it up. Or uh, Sell Your Stuff Berlin. Just once you sell your stuff groups. But it's still used stuff at a price. Yeah. That's a, very cheap. A great example is like the first few months I was in Germany, this one woman just posted like, I am selling everything in my kitchen, leaving the door open, just come over, grab whatever you want. So I went over wow. and she had all of her utensils, plates, cups, everything out on the on the ground. And I grabbed 10 plates, 10 cups, 20 knives and forks and you know, all that kind of stuff. I got like a hundred, you know, this in Ikea would cost you over a hundred euro, got yeah. it all for free. And I still have all of those plates and cups and stuff That's from awesome. 10 years ago. So That's uh, awesome. So a great place to get a lot of free stuff. Uh, some flea markets as well. You can get some cheap stuff or some really expensive stuff. It's it's, it's either way in flea markets, but sure. that's but kind yeah, of everywhere. But yeah, also, as we said before, eBay, Kleinanzeigen, yeah. and uh, to a much smaller extent, Craigslist, but focus with eBay, Kleinanzeigen. I want to do Craigslist. Now, yeah, you can get a lot of great used stuff on there as well. If you're taking German classes, you can check online first before buying the course books from the school and you can get way cheaper books online for oh, people. On these same Facebook groups, yeah. On, on, on these groups. So that's a really good way to get those type of things. And um, for new, if you if you if you don't want used things, some people don't like buying used, especially like maybe like towels. You want a new new towel, right? Yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend buying a used towel. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you want to, I guess I don't know. I, I guess I it's no clean. Judgment. It's clean. Like, I don't really know yeah. to be honest. Uh, but for new stuff, you can try a place like uh, Woolworth, uh, Kick, or Teddy, and these are just like. I would recommend there for like household items, just towels, sheets, cups, trash cans. Yeah, they're extreme um, discount. You can get like a, a brand new glass cup for like 
40 cents and like it's, it's just extreme discounts like for your tapes and glues and pencils and pens and exactly anything household a great place to save a whole lot of money they have like jars and stuff you, you'd be surprised what kind of, you can find some small little gems in there sometimes sure absolutely pretty so, cool yeah yeah I said you're right for the new stuff go there yeah, yeah. It, it, again if you're on a real budget um, which course, everyone listening is because that's what this episode is about that's baby. true uh, of course bring your clothing with you right if you're moving here Bring well, them, bring them as a close uh, Public nudity in, in some places in Germany is illegal, so you gotta watch out for that. Some places is illegal. Mm-hmm. Most places it's legal. So okay, but you know some places allow the FK as it's known. FKK. FKK. Sorry. That's Freikörperkultur, which means free body culture. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's it takes a while getting. Have you ever freed your body? I have in not Germany? freed my body. No. Um, it's it freaks me out a bit. I'm too American for it. You know, I want to. <laughs> Like I want to be like, you know what? I'm getting naked. I'm going to walk through and go, but I, uh, maybe it's one rough. day, maybe once I'm older, like a bunch yeah, of old guy, you don't care. That's what happens though. Like once you get older, you don't care, but that's when nobody wants to see your body. So you should do it when people actually want to see what you got to offer. You yeah. Know? If there's any teenagers listening, like young people, um, Whoa. Whoa. Uh, encouraging teenagers to get naked. No, no. I'm saying like <laughs> <laughs> teenagers listening, send wow. me the picture. Shit, that came out really, really not how I wanted it to. You know what I mean? I sound awful. Cut this out. <laughs> but, but anyways, what are we trying to say is bring clothes to save money. But, you know, if you want new clothes, of course, there is a store, which I'm sure a lot of you are aware of because international. But yes. it's uh, H&M, of course, because you can go there. You can buy T-shirts for five euro, six what? euro, seven euro, brand new jeans and pants for 15, 19.99, like really great deals. This, this episode brought to you by H&M Germany. Well, I'm going to kill that right now because I'm going to say... While it's very cheap, it don't expect this close to last long. It'll True. last you if with heavy use, maybe about a year, year and a half, right uh, before you get some holes in there. But uh, and uh, also like TJ Maxx uh, here is called TK Maxx. Is it the same company or that- same exact thing? They just replaced the J with a K, probably because T J Maxx doesn't sound very good. True, yeah, yeah. So TK Maxx is also here. Uh, there's one at Alexanderplatz, huge. You can go there. They also have decent prices as well. Unfortunately, here there's no like Goodwill equivalent. Yeah, in terms of thrift stores, like there's one in Berlin called Humana as a chain of thrift stores. There are good deals, but often what's happening is they're looking at everything as being, um, what is vintage. it? Vintage. Vintage, so the price is go, goes it's, up it's rather than really down. It's not really a thrift store anymore. It's more of a secondhand store that's really expensive. But there are, like... like um, you can find some gems. Yeah, for a second, like for like a few years ago, I, w- I wanted to get some just beater shoes to, to wear at Oktoberfest because I knew they were going to get covered in beer anyways. Yeah. So I was able to get a pair of shoes for five euro, you know, yeah. like a used pair of nice brown shoes. So you, you can get cheap stuff there, but yeah, like half of the store or more, it's it's quote unquote vintage, kind of more expensive stuff, unfortunately. Yes. Now, um, fun, Jeff. What are fun things we can do in Germany or in Berlin that do not cost a lot of money? Because you know what you can do for fun, of course, is in Germany... Drink beer, which is fun by yourself or in a group, you that, know, hopefully in a group, you that, know. That's true. I like those things. Yeah, but and the way to save money, buy at a grocery store. When you're getting your food, get the beer there because that yes. is the cheapest place you will uh, you will find beer. It's the most economical for sure. Yeah, and, and you might think, especially in Berlin, when you walk past a Spätzle and you see a beer for a euro 20, a euro, euro 50, well, that's pretty cheap. But at a grocery store, that euro beer will be around what, like? 80 cents, 70 cents, something like that. Yeah, maybe even less when you get your fond back, the uh, deposit, et cetera. Exactly. So, so 
that's a really good way. And also wine, all, all alcohols you can get at a grocery store for much cheaper than almost anywhere else. Yeah, a standard bottle of wine in Germany is about two ninety nine, and it's not a bad bottle of wine. You, I mean, people yeah. from the U.S. will be shocked, but about three, four euros, what you should be paying for wine, do not pay more. You're exactly. Waste, you're wasting your money. You yes. have some good wine there, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's a fun way. And, um, you know, this is something that, okay, I'm not condoning, but let's just say okay. it's something I've done. Okay, and I was in my early 20s, got to save some money, you know, and a lot of my friends, they want to go out to bars, but, you know, you go to a bar and, you know, a beer is like 380, 4 euro, whatever. And, you know, you have a few beers that adds up, you know, so what I would do is I would bring a, a couple of uh, beers in my jacket, I'd go into the bar, I would order one beer in a glass, pay for that beer, then when that finished, I'd pull out my bottle and refill my glass. So that way I only had to order one beer rather than <laughs> I was just using the cheap uh, the cheap supermarket beers. Now, I, I, this was not like a common thing. I did it once in a while when I was really low on cash. Not proud of it. Not <laughs> not saying you should do it. But, this but was it, a suggestion. It, it was more of a story that Jeff it's, told. It, no, it's something that can be done. Not saying it's good. It, of course, if you're caught, you will be thrown out of said bar or club. So I would actually suggest not do it. And uh and uh, most clubs slash bars will notice when you have bulging bulges. Also true. <laughs> so um, another thing you can do for fun when you're walking around the city, you can go, of course, like we said, you can have a few beers in the park, hang out with people, slack line, whatever. But also uh, bring a ping pong paddle with you. Um, a lot true. of the parks, like all, I think all around Germany, have uh, tish tennis tables or ping pong tables. So you just you know bring it with you, play some ping pong outside in the beautiful park surrounded by trees and water and people and. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a great thing. That's actually a really fun free thing. And and uh, from what I know, Berlin has literally hundreds of public free ping pong tables. Oh, they're everywhere. Everywhere. And if, it's super cool. If you go to, I think it's like pingpongmap.net or whatever, and you look at Berlin, you'll just see endless dots because they're everywhere. Yeah, it's very, very cool. Something that is more budget in Germany than in the States is... Say yeah, you're you're new. You don't have much to do. You, you just want, but you don't want to. You want to get out of the house. You can go hang out at a coffee shop or a cafe, whatever. True. And you can sit there for hours because they will never pressure you to leave. As all you have to do is order one coffee, one drink, whatever, and, and then just you, sit outside you, and chill. You own, you own that table for two, three hours. It's not like in the states where they make you leave after twenty minutes. So, right. so if you want something, if if you know you don't really have much else to do, you can go do some work on a laptop in a, at a cafe, whatever, and that's a nice way to pass your time. If, yeah. You know, if you don't want to be stuck in doors for sure and, and don't feel bad about it you, you can do that you know they're, they're, people don't get paid on tips here they, they get paid a wage and you tip a euro whatever you want to at the end and and that's that's totally fine exactly but another thing you can do for free is check out flea markets you that's know, always fun man oh like even just walking around is super fun because yeah. you see a lot of times a lot of these flea markets have really cool art or uh people made their own pottery you know you never know what you're going to see at these markets and then on uh, Park, a specific giant flea market on sundays they have something in, Ber in Berlin. In yeah. Berlin, yeah, sorry. It's called Nauer Park, so like the Wall Park. Uh, they have, it's on the former death strip of the Berlin Wall. True. Hence the Wall Park. They have something called Bear Pit Karaoke on Sundays, yeah, and it's this nice. giant, not giant, it's a pretty like small little stadium thing. Just sit down oh, there for free. Pretty big. That's pretty big. Yeah. It's like football stadium, but you know, 100 people or something like that. Mm. And someone in the middle, and people, random people just sing some karaoke, and people are like really into it, and they cheer you on, and uh, that's fun to watch for a few hours. And that is absolutely free. You for know? free. Another thing that, that are offered, not just in Berlin, but a lot of German cities, all, all European are, cities, are professional free walking tours. There are websites you can go to. These are professional tour guides. They yes. give a really nice, uh, different, they'll give like a, you can get to a World War II history one, or do just like the main sites one, whatever you want. The 
Berlin Wall walking tour, whatever. Yep. And all they, and it's not a requirement, but so, it's oh, pretty much required. But but all they require is that you tip them at the end, and that's up to your discretion: one euro, two euro, three euro. And so you can get a really nice free two-hour uh, walk yeah. by, by a professional tour guide for very cheap. You know, so, I, I would say if you're doing these, uh, I think a good rule of thumb is a minimum give them like a f- like five euro. I think is a good way. It's three hours of their time. So I think I'm, that's a good. So I'm cheaper. So, so Jeff's Jeff's a cheap guy. Sorry, yeah. I, I, like it's, it's it's been a long time since I went on one of these walking tours. So cause, no, I'm good because this was back. You know, I, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not, I, I live here now, so I don't need to. Uh, it's been eight nine years. <laughs> I'm not trying to call you out, Jeff. <laughs> But, but, but again, it's, there is no set price, so you can give whatever you want. Some people are dicks and give nothing, but right. there's nothing illegal about that. There's so. nothing illegal about it, but it's, it's a dick thing to do. Also, a lot of cities in Europe and in Germany, of course, have um, museums, of course. And um, many, many times, like, they'll have one day per week or one day per month where the museums are free. So you just go in and go to an awesome gallery for free. True, yeah. And, and if, if you guys are a university student, whether back in the States or in, yes. in Germany, keep your university card because these museums on any day will be about like half price if you, if you show a university card, you get a really sweet discount. So Yes, absolutely. Um, a few more fun things. Um, keep in mind, we talk about beer gardens a lot because we love them, but keep in mind they are very, like they're, they're quite expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you're spending more money uh, for a beer at a beer garden than you would at a bar. And, and the food at a beer garden is very elevated in price. They're, they're charging you double what they should, you know. I mean, they, they, it's a much bigger area yeah, you're than paying a small for, bar. You're paying for the atmosphere. It's basically. the atmosphere. So uh, if you're on a budget, I would avoid spending a lot of time in a beer garden. <laughs> You know, make your own beer garden. You get some beers at a at a spate, at a convenience store, or nope, at a grocery store. Or at a grocery a store, you go with a few friends. You go to a beautiful German park because you can legally drink out and outdoors. Boom, that's Boom. your beer garden. That's your beer garden, and uh, you can have uh, ten beers for ten euros. There you and, go. And also, some parks allow you to grill in the park too. So, and I never seen this before. I moved to Germany. You can buy disposable grills at the grocery store. They made of like tin foil. Yeah. They made of tin foil, and they elevated off the ground just enough. And you light that light that sucker up. They last for like three hours, something yeah, like that. Yeah, they're nice. Yeah, and, then you- and you buy your sausages, buy your beer at the grocery store, and you can have like a full dinner and drinks at the park day for you know less than like ten, ten, fifteen euro. Yeah, and that's a fun way in the summer. To hang out and yeah, you're spending nothing. Yeah, so and it's I mean, fantastic. We still we still do it. Like so all the time. It's yeah. amazing. So so really fun, you know. And 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 also to save money on food, if you're traveling around, I'd always suggest try the local local cuisine. You know, at least once. Of course. But if you can have to save money, a great way to do it again, go back to those grocery stores. You can go to the deli section. They'll have these pre-made sandwiches for like one, one, two, three euro. You can grab a few of those, eat those all day long, and so you're not spending fifteen euro each meal. You know, if you're on a budget, so you know, and that, that's if you're if you're traveling. If you live here, of course, make your own damn sandwich. <laughs> make your own damn sandwich. And uh, to wrap up, being in ex- trying to live inexpensively or travel inexpensively throughout mm-hmm. Germany, I think a big thing you need to talk about if you're living here, especially, is banking. Sure. Uh, big thing, you got to get your own bank account here. Um, it's going to help you get an apartment for your shufa. It's it, it, it help you get paid. You need to have a bank account right. here. Spend money on all the things we just mentioned this whole past hour. Right? You, you can't be using Bank of America when you're here. So, you um, can, but oh boy, those fees. Yeah, exactly. And you're not going to get paid. So, um, There's this bank called N, N26, and that's a free bank account. You get a Visa card that you can use all around the world. Their app is incredible. I actually have it as well. Um, it's fantastic bank. Uh, it's all online 
and um, I, I can recommend it if you are if you're just moving here. I don't. It's not my main bank account. It's more my play bank account because it's not technically a real bank. Because it's an online bank. It's, it doesn't have physical presence in Germany. There's no physical N26 location. That you and can and go I'm to. not sure what the government regulation is on it. And it's also a startup. But um, it's, 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 it's really great. I know people have it as their, as their main bank account. I personally just don't just don't trust it enough yet. Yeah. In case they, you know, it's a startup. It's, it makes me nervous. Totally get it. And and when you have that bank account, you will got to get your money over from the states into this German into your into N twenty six or your True. German bank account. Yes. I would really suggest uh, against no sponsor here, but this is just a good thing to use. Yep. Transfer wise, it's it's one of the best ways to transfer thousands of dollars in cash for a handful of dollars, you know, because if you do a, a transfer, say a bank to bank transfer from like Bank of America to Deutsche Bank, they have like a $35, $40 just trans international transfer fee. Yeah. Plus they give you a shitty exchange rate. Um, when I first did that years ago in one transfer, I lost like $250, you know what I mean? So because it was back when these like online transfer services didn't exist, but yeah. now, you, but now you have transfer wise, you can transfer a thousand dollars for like three or four bucks. So That's like, pretty you know, good. Yeah. I've, I've been using uh, PayPal and the problem with PayPal is it, it transfers it's easy, but their exchange rate is it's not, not, it's not great. great. Yeah, it's true. Um, but it, it works in a pinch and it's quick. Um, so we need that. But of course, if you have PayPal, you also I think need a bank account too, I believe. Yeah, because gotcha. it has to draw from somewhere. Yeah. Right. And also there are other bank, there are other accounts like N26 that you can get. Um, like N26, for example, you have free withdrawals, five free ATM withdrawals a month all over the world. And there's a lot of, uh, there's a few other bank accounts like that in Germany too, but I, I can't remember the names of them to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I mean, I, one that a lot of people like is ING. I would say really in, research which banks have free withdrawals in the most amount of ATMs because that will save you a lot of money because a lot of times in Europe, if you're at the wrong ATM, the the withdrawal fee will be $5. Yeah. You know? And I know sometimes seven. It's crazy. I have Deutsche Bank, which literally means German bank. It's you, you think it's the biggest bank in Germany. It should have like the best deals. With Awful. It has so few ATMs and None. practically 90% of the ATMs with Deutsche Bank. I have to pay a, a $5 fee. And so I'm constantly having running around to find the few ATMs I can use. Um, and I, I really regret having Deutsche Banks, to be honest. So, um, yeah. 100%. Um, and, I, and I think that is that's how you live cheaply. I mean, there's other stuff, but you know, uh, there it is. So, you know what? I've really wanted to get to this review because I'm digging this bourbon, baby. Yeah, I am also digging this bourbon. And bourbon, like we've said, is not our favorite. But um, that's why when I have a bourbon that I actually like, it's exciting. I know it's a good bourbon because I say 75% of bourbons are yeah. not my deal, not my jam. Yeah. And, and it kind of sucks because, like, damn it, Jeremy. Uh, we, we like this, but I don't know if we can buy this again. You know, I don't know if we can find this again because, but he did offer, he said next time he's in Jersey to uh, get us more bottles from the Sourland, the Sourland Mountain Spirits. Yeah. Let me again review what we're, uh, what we're drinking again. I forgot. I'm right. Out of practice. No, I'm not. We this did, is we again, did this last week. So the Sourland, <laughs> the Sourland Mountain Spirits, double oaked straight bourbon whiskey. Age no less than two years in American oak barrels. Batch two, bottle 118, 50% alcohol slash 100 proof in a 375 milliliter bottle made out of glass with a cork top and a back. Right. And yeah, you make glass is, you know, I'm not going to get into that. But let's talk about the good stuff, the actual whiskey. Yeah. So let's, let's take one last sip. Cheers. Cheers, man. 
So the first thing that hits me is that really strong burn. But obviously, the more you drink it, the easier it gets. And it's actually a really nice burn at the end. Also, it's spicy. There is a heat to it. A little bit. And I don't mean the burn that, you know, traditionally we're talking about. I mean, the burn in kind of like a spicy sort of way. Yeah, you know? and, and it's spicy, but also has... Like a cinnamon, but it's not cinnamon. But it's, uh, yeah, it's like a... But it's also kind of a deep, sweeter flavor as well. Kind of like a, a rye way. Yeah, and funny, because I think in his, in his message, he mentioned that he really enjoyed the balance of uh, the heat and the, and the sweetness, you know, and I, I think, I think that's dead on. That's definitely dead on. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I really like, it. I'm, I'm surprised how much I like it to be fair. And I love the bottle. And it's a fairly young uh, bourbon as well. Yeah, that's also I mean? true. Yeah. Is bourbon supposed to be aged like normal whiskeys? Same amount. I'm not sure. No, no, I, I don't think there's a special uh, amount of years, but I, I know most of the whis- bourbons I've had are like at least six years. So okay. I, 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 th- I, th- I think, you know, so I think a three year is pretty young for a bourbon. Yes. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to go, um, I'm going to give this a solid eight. This is good. This is, this isn't, you know, just because there's very few bourbons that, you know, tickle my fancy. You're going to bump it up a notch. I think I have to get 8.5. Okay. Yeah. That's a good rating. Yeah. It's, 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 it's tasty. And it is. I, and also it's, there's that, the specialness of it, you know what I mean? Like true. A, a few lips have touched this, this, yeah, uh, this al- liquid. Also true. Yeah. We, again, Jeremy, thank you so much. We, we really appreciate this bottle. Yeah. Um, love it, man. Love I'm, it. I'm really happy that we're, we're not just saying we like it because you gave it, like you sent it to us. We actually genuinely like this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this, this is good stuff. And actually, I'm looking forward to having some more of this when I press the off button on this recorder and I can have a horrible Thursday. Yeah. Um, yeah, actually, because we, we, we saw it, because it's, it's a 350 mils, I think, instead of uh, 500, uh, or instead of 700, 700 So mils. we're going to crush this. Yeah, that's what I said before. He's, he's like, we are finishing this bottle by the end of the night. And I was like, oh, God. It's going to be a That night. sounds amazing, but also horrible. <laughs> there, there goes my patience with the kids tomorrow. Right. Um, <laughs> but that's that's tomorrow, Alex, Alex's problem. <laughs> And of course, we're always dicks to tomorrow, Alex. That, so, that is true. We are and tomorrow, Jeff. Yes. Uh, we never th- we never think about tomorrow. No, we don't. Horrible Ch- children. Think about tomorrow. Eh. Anyways, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> we really appreciate another long episode. Sorry, we, we, we we've really been bad with the uh, intros lately. Yeah. yeah, really long intros. So, but we're, we're I would say we work on that, but I don't know if we are yeah. going to. But we'll see. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll try. We'll try to keep it under an hour. Uh, I don't know if this one's going to be under an hour or not. But um, yeah, again, thank you, everyone, for your continued support. Uh, we really appreciate you listening. Yeah, I love you guys. I mean, all the donations, all the messages we keep getting, all the five-star reviews. It's crazy. Like, we, always a kind word from from all of you. I haven't heard a negative thing. We're, so. we're definitely very humbled with with all the support that we that we get from everybody. And we're, we're 67 episodes deep. And I don't know. I feel like every after every episode, I, I, I we also like appreciate all of you because you guys are awesome. Absolutely. Anyways, uh, everyone, uh, yeah, take care. Have a great day, evening, whatever it is. Hey, and to all of you, especially Jeremy, uh, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay thirsty. Cheers. <laughs>